got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, Russo, Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow, Mafia, you know we on a roll, no competition and it's not even close. I always mess up the intros, I always mess up hitting too many buttons, that's on me, it's self-awareness, first step's admitting you have a problem. Welcome into the Crowd Assist Podcast, presented by Trainwreck Sports, Wake here, with Jake Micah, my co-host, and very special guest, queen of Vikings Twitter, does a plethora of podcasts over there in Minnesota, Sal Spice. Sal, thank you so much for being with us. How are you no. doing this fine Thursday, what, afternoon by you? Uh, about 4.30-ish, yeah. 4:30-ish. Um, okay. th- yeah, thank you guys for having me. I know I followed um, The Maniac for quite some time. The maniac, um, yes. yeah, because um, <laughs> I, like I am a Bills Twitter a little bit mm-hmm. because they are my B squad. But um, yeah, no, thank you guys for That's having fun. me. This is going to be fun. I don't know why I'm a little nervous. Like I said, I'll try to slow down <laughs> the talking. No, yeah, no, it's a blast to have you. And and these preview shows that we do every Thursday, we start out with a little game that I uh, put together called Factor Fiction. And so you know the way that it goes is that I'm going to give you and Jake four statistics. Three are real and one is fake, all revolving around the Bills and the Vikings. And so it's your job to figure out which one is fake. I am two for one stumping Micah. So uh, maybe he could use yep. your help. You might be the key to figuring, <laughs> to cracking this code we here. We need to get this to 500. So Can't we're a team three. or we're going against each other? I think um, we are I together think on this because he's been too good. He really has. <laughs> But, but if you want to rub it in that, that you were right and he was wrong at the end of it That's all, true. I mean, like, please, please do. Please do. Okay. <laughs> um, so first one here, um, up through the season so far, Kirk Cousins currently has the second worst QBR of his career. The season ended today, he would have the second worst QBR of his career. Initial thoughts. The Vikings mm-hmm. are pretty successful this year, but could it I be? I don't think so. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm not a know. big I'm not a big believer in QBR, but I feel like I would have heard that one by now. And mm-hmm. he's only had six mm-hmm. picks, so I don't think so. All right. Next he's almost one. at two thousand yards for the season, so I Yeah, right. he's he's having a good year by all Kirk Cousins. There's been some bad quarterbacks out there. There's been some bad quarterback play. I don't From know him? He's second worst. No, no, no. Oh, the rest oh. of the league. The rest of the league. But he's also quarterback play. He's always really good at his stats, even if he's not well. So I just don't think so. But okay, we'll see. We get decide at the end. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Stat number two: Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins are among the ten most pressured quarterbacks in the NFL. Talking pressure rate here, times pressured divided by drop back for all you math nerds out there. I would say yes. I would say yeah. I think Josh is. Josh, I think, is for sure. And Kirk has got to be up there. Top 10? Yeah, absolutely. Fact or fiction number three, Justin Jefferson currently has more targets than Stephon Diggs. This is like the only one I should guarantee no, because I look at the receiver stats all the times, and I just don't know their targets. So I'm going to – I know how many Diggs has, if you know how many Jefferson has, actually, Sal. I don't off the top of my head, but I feel like it's lower than you would think. He just has over 14 yards average per catch. Mm. So Diggs is at like 80 something. He's at like 80 something targets. I'm going to tell you, they are both in the 80s. I'm going to tell you that right now. 
Mm. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I have no idea. We'll have to come back to that. We'll come back know. to it. We got one more. We got one more. <laughs> one more. Here. Kirk Cousins has attempted more passes this year than Josh Allen. Ooh. Wow. I haven't been watching enough Josh Allen, but I think Kirk's probably had much more than usual. Mm-hmm. Just because Mike Zimmer isn't calling a run play every opportunity. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got them all up here. Kirk Cousins being has having his second worst QBR of his career. If the season ended today, Josh and Kirk being among the ten most pressured quarterbacks in the NFL. Justin Jefferson having more targets than Stephon Diggs. Or Kirk Cousins attempting more passes than Josh Allen. What is the fake stat? I'm going to go with the QBR one, I think. I think it's the QBR one, but I feel for some reason, I feel like it's his worst because QBR is weird like that. And that's yeah. what your trick is on us, on us here. For sure. I know. And obviously I'm in a bubble where people are only saying positive things. <laughs> so that would probably not come along my news feed. Yeah, no one's, no one's bragging mm. about the, the second, bringing that up. Right. <laughs> so it's tough. Otherwise, I think it's the attempted passes because I know the Bills run game is not good. That's true. It hasn't been great. So it's one of those two, I think. Well, both Uh-oh. of those are actually correct. Damn. The fake stat was <laughs> that they Oh, wait, we're supposed to the... pick the fake. Picking the fake. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Let me see him again. Fuck, I had it backwards. All good, all good. Or maybe all I right. just got it. I told you I was nervous. No, you're good. Okay, well, then you, I think yeah, the, you said, yeah, you the said digs the one is you the think... fake one, right? It's actually the pressures. Okay. Kirk Cousins is wow. among the most pressured quarterbacks in the NFL, but Josh Allen is actually complete opposite end of the spectrum. He's top five in not getting pressured somehow. Maybe it's because he's bailing out of the pocket before he has a chance to. I don't know, because if you're a Bills fan watching football right now, you think Josh is running for his life right now. Like PFF says that we have the worst right side of our offensive line in the entire NFL, but Josh has only been pressured 40-some times this year. Now, part of that is he really has played – he's out for almost half of the Tennessee game, right? And he was pulled early from the Rams game a little bit too, if I'm not mistaken. So – I mean, he's just not out there as much as everybody else. And that's part of why, I guess, Kirk Cousins has thrown for more pass attempts than him. So, yeah. Okay, no, makes I, a lot I love, of sense. These, love these fake stats. <laughs> love these fake stats. Factor Fiction brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. We'll be talking a lot of cases today because it looks like <laughs> case. Great segue. Thank you. The case, uh, looks, is, the case is not closed. The case oh, is not closed. Oh, my go. God. She, she came up with that one. You woke up in a cold sweat at 3.30 in the morning. Like, I know what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I no. I, I think I've thought about Case Keenum a lot over the years. So I've had a, I really? have a lot of things. Yeah. So, so what are some of those things? Because, I mean, obviously, there's no good way. There's no quarterback you would rather have. No backup you'd rather have playing than Josh Allen. No one's going to be thrilled from a Bills perspective if he doesn't play. But I feel like you, of all people, can play devil's advocate for the guy we might see at the helm for the Bills this weekend. So what do you miss about the guy? What did you love so much? Well, um, full disclosure, I 
did not like Kirk Cousins, and I have never liked Kirk Cousins until you are fitting right. You, in right you are this. You are at the right podcast. <laughs> this is family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, until what? Like a few weeks ago, and um, I've been doing this like apology tour thing, but it started mm. out as a bit, and I wasn't for real, and now I kind of am. But <laughs> I didn't like him even before you know he came to the Vikings. I didn't like him in Washington, mm-hmm. and to me, the Vikings they went 13 and three in 2017. They made it to the NFC championship game. The only major changes they made between 2017 and 18 was Kirk Cousins. So that shows that you thought Kirk Cousins was the missing piece to your 13 and three NFC championship team. Hated it from the get go because it crippled them from upgrading any of the other positions that were also holes in that NFC championship game, specifically the defense. And then to see them just come out and fall flat on their face and not even make the playoffs. I've always, so I don't know, I've always a, a case Keenum apologist because it was BS. They should have gave him another year and mm-hmm. drafted somebody or figured out the long-term quarterback situation. Finally, then when a better free agent became available, hopefully the following year. So I just, I love case. I love his personality. I love that. He's a little bit of a gunslinger. He's obviously not a Brett Favre arm strength, but I feel like he is just one of those guys that can um, rally the troops and everyone's excited to be around him. And he makes a lot of mistakes, kind of like a Matt Stafford, but he also makes a lot of successful plays because he takes the team on his back and says, I'm going to get it done. So, mm-hmm. And obviously, of course, he got it done with the Minneapolis Miracle, <laughs> Case Keenum, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs revenge mm-hmm. game coming in this it weekend. Is- yeah, and I was, is, that, is that a big topic for you guys over there right now? Um, I haven't seen it too much, but I haven't been on Twitter too much this week. I will say my fan base, uh, I don't stand with them in their slander of Stefan Diggs or Case Keenum. They still, I don't know what their beef is with Case Keenum, but they think you can't like Kirk and Case. You have to hate. I don't know. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs, I understood why he wanted out of Minnesota. He didn't vibe with what was going on, and it's not selfish, I don't think, for any player at this point and where we are in the league to value their own personal stats because it is their legacy. It is their future. And while he had decent numbers here in Minnesota, I think he saw that he wasn't going to win. He wasn't going to go further with what was here. And he was probably correct um, because Mike Zimmer didn't value the deep ball or passing. Mm -hmm. It was all about running. He just didn't fit in, you know, so um, it worked out great for both teams because, you know, the Vikings have Justin Jefferson and the Bills have Stephon Diggs and everyone seems happy with that arrangement. So um, I love him. I I think he's great. The cryptic tweets. I love them. Um, (laughs) Are you on the do you have the burner? Do you have the Instagram burner? His burner? Oh, I'm going to or not burner his uh, his Finsta. I should say. No, he has a. Oh, okay. Oh guys, I'm gonna I'm what? gonna put you on after we get off the air because we don't want to oh be getting in trouble with that stuff. Yeah, there's how do a, there's you a, have it? There's a second yeah. Insta. I just found one day found it because sometimes he unlocks it. Sometimes he'll take it down and then just let people like flood in, and then he just shuts it down and then he changes the he changes the name all the time. But mm-hmm. it is it's great. All right, we'll we'll hook you up. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I love it just because every everyone thinks that everything he says is about football all the time yeah. and they all freak out and they're like with the magnifying glass trying to figure out what it's about it's like okay the dude also has like multiple girlfriends he also has like 
he he's a big personality right he's a bit of a diva like the all the good wide receivers are every Mm -hmm. single thing he does and tweets is not about football (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I'm worried about him because he is one of those really emotional guys. So it's really important for him to have a good, a big game, obviously. And I just think it would be so crazy if that game ends with a a Keenum to (laughs) Stefan Diggs touchdown. It's been crazy because with the Allen injury, I mean, the the talk of all this week would have been Diggs against Minnesota. Like that would have been the A story, everything. And it hasn't even, I really haven't heard it from any media members in Western New York. It is full on Allen elbow watch. We're just getting reports of him, what he even looks like in the facility. Like it's, it's full on Mm -hmm. just like stalking this guy right now. So there really (laughs) hasn't been any attention paid to Diggs. And then even when they had a media session with him Wednesday and everything, no, didn't really. Ask, they asked like one little question about it, but the rest of it was, how does it look with Case Keenum? What's Josh feeling like? Like, it's all just centered around the quarterback position. And I don't know what that means for Diggs, but I know that he's going to have that edge going into Sunday, no matter what. Right. Yeah. And the two of them together, I don't think Case Keenum is a guy that's going to have a chip on his shoulder or anything like that. I mean, obviously, half the league is an ex-team of his. He's, he's used yeah, to right. <laughs> he's used <laughs> he's to the new that. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's almost there. <laughs> But I know the Minneapolis Miracle game and that season was very special to both of them. So to be playing the Vikings again together unexpectedly, <laughs> they could have tremendous chemistry just based on the emotions of that. So, yeah, yeah. the weird confluence of events that it would lead <laughs> to Case Keenum and Diggs playing together in this game is just mm-hmm. it's a little weird. It's a little strange, to be honest. But honestly, yeah. I mean pray for me because my Twitter is going to be terrible no matter what way it goes, no matter what yeah. way it goes. So I'm almost like, I'm just going to spend my life savings and go to Buffalo. So I don't have to see it. That's how bad there you go. I would recommend I that experience yeah. for you because Honestly. there's nothing like a Bill's home game. And it's going to, if it's Case Keenum starting, I don't even know what that place is going to be like. It might be the <laughs> loudest it's ever been just trying to do everything they can with Josh Allen out. Yeah. Um, it's I did bu- have a question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it's it's bucket list for me, and I'm really upset that I'm not there. <laughs> I just waited too long, and now, you know, Buffalo is a tiny airport, so it's impossible to get there in yeah. Yeah. a reasonable amount of time, which I knew all of that, but my friends were just BSing. And um, <laughs> so I have a lot of resentment. <laughs> and I'm also like, if I don't jump through a table now this year. When will you? In eight years. You have to years, wait eight years. Yeah. Yeah. In eight years, I'm going to be like geriatric. I'm not going to survive it. <laughs> I just so. turned 26 this week, and I, I feel like I am already there. I swear. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. And, so are you guys going? You guys go to every game? Right. I wish. I wish. I, I, I just moved back to Buffalo from Long Island after three years living in my girlfriend's parents' basement. So uh, yeah. I wasn't in. I wasn't about to, you know, buy season tickets. I didn't know I was going to be around for, for all of it. So I show up for the tailgates. I show up for all the fun. Get back here, do some spaces. You know, you know, that's, you know, it's it, I kind of like the idea. I like there's nothing like a Bills tailgate. And I feel like Minnesota Vikings tailgates are kind of just up there with them. Honestly, I've heard good story. No, no, really. I feel. Wow. Really? We have no tailgate left. So when when they beat built the stadium, they took almost all of our tailgate lots, but five really small ones. And since then, they've taken two. So we have three Ugh. now, but two are like connected and it's basically one. Gotcha. But in the space we have. We do a really good job. There At least are. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, my space is great, but no, I wouldn't even compare it to that at all. I haven't even been uh, there, but just seeing it. 
Well, you said we are your B team, so you could just show up for like a Jets or a Patriots game, and then you can be full on Bills fan for the week. That's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm used to probably usually already being a Bills fan by now, but somehow my team is seven and one, so I don't have the time yet. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. <laughs> Micah, you, you, we, we derailed, but you said you had a question like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, I really wanted to just ask about last week's game for the Vikings mm. because, or at least not even for the Vikings, but you talked about Kurt Cousins and I mean, we've all heard the usual tropes of everything else. And last week was a big game. It seemed like for him and just like the team and just morale looks better than it has in Minnesota in a while. And I'm sure that you can speak to that. So Mm -hmm. do you think, are you worried about a letdown or do you think it was more of a turning point? That's something that like he needed to get through or a mental block or anything. Cause it just seemed like it was a huge deal. Um, obviously the video went viral afterwards, but just in general, yeah, he's like, fun now, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> right. one thing too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still getting comfortable with Kirk having a personality and <laughs> it's been a slow transition. You know, the first one day there was one chain on the way back from London. Then, then there was like multiple chains and now it's shirtless with chains, watches, bracelets, glasses. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes next. I, I don't know, but I don't know if that was a big deal for him. I mean, I'm sure you always want to win when you play your former team, especially a team that franchise tagged you twice and then Mm -hmm. never gave you a contract. But he kind of already has a last laugh there because they haven't had any success at quarterback since then. Yeah, true. But of Mm -hmm. course, you always want to win. So I don't know if he turned a corner with that. I think I didn't believe any of this going into it, that they were going to be a much different team this year. I thought this is mostly the same roster. Is a coaching is a coaching change going to make that big of a difference? I didn't really think it would do much, but it seems like this new offense is really working for Kirk. They are not running it every single down. It's creating yeah. a lot more. Um, he's getting way more opportunities to go to Justin Jefferson and all that. And then obviously, I think that post game um, culture that's going on, it, the mood is just carrying on and carrying on and guys are probably much closer than they have been in years past when they're losing, you know, the most, the most games in the last two minutes in history of the NFL. It's kind of hard to like get that bonding time in when that's the vibe every game. Yeah. No, my softball team knows the same exact feeling. We still bonded, (laughs) but we, we, we did not win a game over beer though. Right. Oh, bonding. Oh yeah. We play right around the corner from a brewery in downtown Buffalo. So it's, you know, I thought you guys picked up a case at Outlet Liquor, maybe. But they are. Look at you! Oh my gosh! Wow! Whether it's wine, spirits, Loganberry seltzers, they got it all. Tastings on the weekends, man. But you pick up Outlet Liquor on before the softball game, obviously. Naturally, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And before every tailgate, but a few days before because you know you got to beat the lines. (laughs) For for sure. So I don't know. I mean, I just think the chemistry on this team is one that they haven't had since 2017 um, mm-hmm. with case taking over. So that's, that's an intangible thing. I don't oh, definitely. That is absolutely mm-hmm. working for them. I think. Yeah. And speaking of culture, I mean, you got one of probably the biggest culture guys from us this past off season and Harrison Phillips. And <laughs> see, that's, that's kind of, I scrolled through Vikings Twitter, just looking like literally search Harrison Phillips. And it seems like he is every bit, of welcome and appreciated on the field and off the field that he was here. And I imagine he probably might have something to do with a bit of the culture change that you've seen, right? 
I would assume so. Um, I have heard that as well. He, they they do purple pups every week for um, the Vikings in the program. And mm-hmm. he was in the first week. Oh, it's right here. And so he was in the story um, telling his story about his the dog that he rescued. And basically this dog was near death. And I don't even know how much money it could have costed. But they did him and his wife did so much for this dog to bring it back to life. And I mm-hmm. rescue dogs, too. So I was oh, like, man. oh, my gosh, like, this is amazing. This guy could have any dog that he wants. He could spend tens of thousands of dollars on some fancy designer dog, you know, and he picked up this dog that would have never survived without, without him and his wife. So that's obviously amazing, but I have a friend that works for the Vikings in um, marketing and events. And he told me this past week that Harrison is the absolute best guy to work with. He said, he comes to me every week and asks me what he can do. What can he do next? What can he help? What events can I set up for him? And he's like, some of these guys is like pulling teeth, like, not to say anything bad about it, but it's yeah. it, it's so yeah. um, different how he's constantly coming in and wants to do more and wants to do more. And especially for this being a new community for him, I think that's, I don't know, it's crazy. It's great. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, it's just, it's the exact kind of guys that, that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have a track record of bringing in. You know, they, they care about skill and all of that. Obviously, you need you need good players to win football games, but... I mean, like this week, Sean said that Harry is one of those guys and he called him Harry, not Harrison. And he said that he's just one of those guys that, you know, he doesn't keep in touch with all the time. But it's it, he's someone that, you know, he's always going to be extremely proud of. And, you know, it's just it, it seems like, you know, he, he's someone that could even have a career. He's probably going to do charity work or something with his life after football. But he seems like someone who would make a fantastic coach someday. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of coaching, Kevin O'Connell. See, there was the one uh, three-minute three minute clip that was out on Twitter after the game last week. Um, you know, first win as a father, I guess. It was an emotional speech from no, him. No, his, at- his fourth kid. Oh, first win with the fourth kid. Okay. But, so gotcha. this baby was just born on Friday. And then, and then he coached Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, so, so I mean, you said viewers kind of skeptical as whether the coaching change would bring about it. And obviously, like the Sean McVay coaching tree seems to continue to bear fruit in the NFL with him, right? Yeah, and I was also hesitant because he didn't call plays um, mm-hmm. for the Rams. So yeah. everyone was saying, oh, well, he has this connection with Kirk Cousins. Well, that was what, in like 2017, 2016, something like that. Big deal. Yeah. But it is crazy how much they have been able to train it was so annoying like in training campus culture 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 this and that and, okay, we, but- Sean McDermott's first year here I would I'd stopped listening to the radio whenever he had press conferences on because <laughs> oh, it was the same regurgitated culture answer and I got so frustrated but I mean it it worked he got the last laugh I mean you know say say it about him <laughs> And it definitely, again, that's one of those intangible things. We all knew that the culture was pretty diseased. Way more came out about it after the fact. But it's again, it's just like, I don't, it's amazing to me how quickly that can turn around just with a new coach. So I believe in him. Obviously, the guys believe in him, and that's what's important. But it's just a completely change of pace than what we've had the last eight years, not only in coaching philosophy, but personality and demeanor and all of that <laughs> so um you know the one thing that i'm really worried about coming into this game it's no secret that over the last six quarters the last two games even the bills run defense has been just flat out atrocious yeah. and i'm sure that's something that you know you if you're having a win 
for the Vikings, it's probably going to feature a lot of Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, the, the Bills play, obviously, you know, we're, we're kind of holding our breath about Matt Milano, who luckily was a full part- full participant today. I can speak, I swear. Uh, but Tremaine Edmonds, other starting linebacker, hasn't practiced two straight days with a groin and a heel injury. Now, some Bills fans might be happy about that, but – you know, not exactly when we have a third round rookie who didn't exactly fare well against Michael Carter and James Robinson last week. Um, so is, is this like, what is, what is it about the Vikings run attack? Like, is it, is it the offensive line? Obviously Dalvin Cook's a special talent. Um, but like, is, is it maybe not thanks to the offensive line or is it just, you know, it, do you think the Bills have a chance at stopping him, basically, is the question I'm trying to ask. Well, it took him a little bit to, to get started this year, so it definitely can happen that he could potentially struggle with that again. The offensive line has been significantly better than it has been in a long time. However, um, Garrett Bradbury, who is one of their um, – former first round pick who's a start starter for them is most likely going to be out. Mm. So that is going to change things. Um, that really made a difference on how much Kirk, um, was under pressure last game. Cause he went out about midway. So that could possibly be a challenge. I think that what's really just opening it up though, is that teams are seeing now that they are having multiple wide receiver sets, um, with TJ Hawkinson, that's obviously an, a new threat for teams yeah, to cover. That's scary. And I rare think, interdivision trade to get him too. I mean, yeah, I mean, wild. Quasi yeah. trades. I mean, obviously it's his first year, but he traded back with Detroit in the draft, and then round two we dra- traded with the Packers. <laughs> Beating all the norms. That's, That's a culture nuts. change in itself, right there. I mean, really, <laughs> yeah. What you're speaking to earlier. I don't know. I hope it doesn't come back to bite. But so far, <laughs> Lions aren't doing anything. So um, yeah, we'll see down the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so I think that has a lot to do with it is just they've been able to spread the ball around more. And so there's more mm-hmm. potential for him to, to go off. Um, but also, I mean, he caught a pass for a touchdown last week, which I was pretty shocked because he does. That's he is wild. known for having butterfingers. <laughs> so as most as a lot of running backs are. Yeah, not really fair. a pass catching back. But yeah, well, can we ask? Yeah, he's no James who's... Cook, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. can i it's gone this long and i haven't asked about the guy who catches a lot of passes and that's justin jefferson i just want to yeah. give you the floor to like i guess gush about justin jefferson because i'm sure that's what all vikings fans do when they think about him on this team at this point yeah i mean there's def- there's certainly not anything negative to say and um the vikings obviously have not had a ton of team success but as far as draft well god I, that was about to be very incorrect but to grow up with randy moss mm-hmm. who is everyone's favorite player obviously that's in my age group and this to, to now watch justin jefferson you know um infringing on a lot of his records and it, it's just so great to be excited Mm-hmm. about a player like that again and to know that he's just he has the potential to change the game at any point he's almost I mean he's basically always open and yeah <laughs> he, and he's just so he's just so fun and I just that's that's why I don't understand when people have resentment towards Stefan Diggs because you wouldn't have JJ if it wasn't for Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. not being happy yep so you know, and it worked well, out the best way possible. You could have taken well, Jalen Rieger. I yes, mean, that, that would have been horrible. And now we have him. Now we <laughs> and have now him. you have him. And now <laughs> he's now he's a bike. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I, I, I mean, I just feel really, I mean, actually, I feel gratitude to Stefan Diggs, I guess. <laughs> so, where is the, where is the Jefferson, where is the Jefferson Moss level at? Like, of the Moss scale from one to 10, where does Jefferson land on there now for Vikings fans? Because that's a high, uh, I know, I understand that that's a bar that is going to be damn near impossible well, to pass, but. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah, obviously, I feel like because of my age, I'm always going to say that it's most likely going to be impossible. And but I, I don't know if that's actually true or my bias, but we haven't gotten anywhere in the playoffs yet that's with true. JJ. So I think if that happens, if they win, actually win big games in the playoffs, if they can keep home field advantage, which right now it seems like they can, yeah. then that's going to put him on another level, I think, to every fan's. Not that we know, don't think he isn't capable, of course, but yeah. those are the memorable moments that you never, that you don't forget. You don't remember like a week six game against the Commanders, or wait, week seven, eight, week eight, nine. <laughs> yeah, that was week you nine. Can't even Whatever week, week yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and he point, hasn't yeah. had a ton of touchdowns either. Um, so, not to his fault. Like they're spreading it around. That's great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Moss yeah. is Moss is going to be number one for a while forever <laughs> maybe maybe after this year if if they make it to if they win an nfc championship game they can all be the best ever i don't care there you go there you <laughs> go That's yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know part of what makes him so great is that he is so versatile you can have him outside you can have him running for a jet sweep in the backfield i've seen that happen a time or two you can have him in the slot like is it really just you know so many different packages where he's it's so unpredictable to figure out exactly how to defend him it's not as simple as you know if Trey White is back for the Bills you know go shadow Justin Jefferson because he doesn't go into the slot we have one of the best slot corners in the NFL to do that so Mm -hmm. um you know what what can Bills fans who aren't really used to it expect to see from him like where can we expect to find him on the field I think basically I, it, you can't really expect anything because that's right. that's just what he is, but that's also what Kevin O'Connell has. That's been his game plan mm-hmm. is to always mm-hmm. constantly mix it up with JJ. And so I don't know. I never know where he's going to be. So <laughs> I don't know how to tell you. It's like, you know, you look up and you're like, wait, is he, is he in the slot? Is, uh, is he throwing a pass? <laughs> What's going on? You know? So um, it's just so fun to, to watch him and to finally have some spice on offense. Because like, even I'm watching the game last week, I'm like feeling uncomfortable. Cause I'm like, Oh, here we go again. It's third and long. They're just going to hand it off to Dalvin. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They threw it because <laughs> Mike Zimmer never, ever would take advantage of those situations. So, yeah. Um, but just yeah, that I, change yeah. is probably so refreshing to see the change in attitude and the aggressiveness, because I know as Bills fans, we called for it for a while. Even during McDermott, early McDermott was very conservative. It like changed mm-hmm. during his tenure. He because now the Bills are one of the most aggressive teams it comes to fourth downs, two points, yeah. all these different things. And it's like mm-hmm. when you see that shift, it's like oh, this is like a new sport we're playing right now. Like, what are we doing here? Um, can I ask <laughs> well, you a non can I ask you a non Bills Packers related question though first? Or Bills Vikings, I gave yeah, away my question. Well, we can bring up the, we can bring up I, the P word based on how I really doing, just want to know. know. No, that's yeah, what right. I want to ask is how much is how much you're enjoying the season over there a little bit east uh, east of you. Oh my God, it's the best ever. And, <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot a lot of times where I have wondered: Is it more gratifying to me if the Vikings win or if the Packers lose? 
it, I love watching them lose. I love an NFC championship game against the 49ers. Give it to me every day. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. But um, it's honestly, it's it's great to see. It's Those fans are so spoiled. Um, they're really arrogant. And so to see them crying and blaming Aaron now, they've totally turned their back on him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's laughable. Um, but <laughs> more than that, it's just Aaron, why did he come back? Why did he come yeah. back to them? He had his pass out. He obviously never got along with LaFleur. He wants to be a mini GM. He wants to do all of these things. And I don't disagree that he shouldn't be allowed to do those things. But he put himself in this situation, and he's mad at every single person but him. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it's fun. It's hilarious to watch for that reason. Mostly. Yeah. No, it, it might be like some of the all-time worst GMing like in NFL history it's over crazy. there. Like they're they a built, mess right now, really. They built an, a slightly above average defense and then mortgaged away all possible mm. anything on offense. I've said Lost so many the times. the best receiver in the NFL. Like I've said so many times, what teams nowadays are signing? You look at the Browns and the Packers. Like, why are you signing two high paid running or high drafted running backs, everything else at this point? Like, no other team is doing that and succeeding in the league. And the Packers were like, Sign me up for AJ Dillon the second round. That's what we need on this team. Jeez. Well, I'm just so relieved that, you know, that was another frustrating thing is Matt LaFleur. Oh, he's the most successful head coach in history. He's made all he's, you know, what was he? What were they? 13 and 13 and three every year, I think. Yeah, yeah we're 13 yeah. and four last year. Yeah. Yep. Or what? And everyone is just putting him on this pedestal, and I'm like, do you not realize who his quarterback is? Yeah, right. It's not hard to be that successful when you have the MVP two years in a row, a guy who can make plays happen, who can make bad wide receivers the next level up, and it's just so funny now to see him being exposed. And how nobody seems to have known that that was the situation the whole time. <laughs> uh, so they have won because of Aaron Rodgers all of this time. So it's, it's just really funny to see that. And I don't know how I kept thinking they're going to get it together and they'll get a wild card. Of course. I don't know if that's going to happen now. This week is pretty much the kitchen sink game for them. Well, I just wanted, we don't need to talk about the Packers anymore, but I live in Chicago actually. So one of my favorite, one of my favorite Uber topics for the last couple months or last couple weeks, really. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. At first, a couple months ago, it was like, who do you blame Matt Nagy or Mitch Trubisky? And you would get some great answers from the Uber drivers on that. And now it's shifted (laughs) into how do you feel about the Packers this season? And it is, it's brings the most passion you'll ever see out of people. So I just wanted to, I figured the Vikings fans felt the same type of resentment. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. I I mean, it's, it's just delicious. I listen to their um, wine line after the games. Sometimes (laughs) I've been listening to it a lot this year because they haven't played at the same time as the Vikings a ton. So mm-hmm. I've been able to listen to it. And I mean, these guys, people are just, they're crazy. They're so entitled. Yeah, no. They haven't had a bad season in like, I two, will de- say two decades. They're, yeah, you, we you did, had the Packers and I had the Patriots. We, had the we Patriots. did the like, same thing. Back. We did the mm-hmm. same thing with the Patriots last year. Bill's Twitter was flooded with Patriots like radio calls after the playoff game. Uh-huh. Just the Pats fans being like, we're never going to win, Josh. It was just like, this is amazing mm-hmm. music to right. our ears. It, yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know, have some self-awareness, you know? Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> what are we doing here? But they're just, they're, I could talk about them all day, but we don't have to. <laughs> Here's the message. Here's the, yeah. don't do ayahuasca. <laughs> That's a good message. There it is. That's there it. Go. Love that. Don't do ayahuasca <laughs> no, because... 
it's not changing people for the better, at least him. He, he's, so. he is not an endorse, ringing endorsement. No, <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, so we, we've gotten through this whole thing and we, we talked about Case Keenum a little bit at the beginning, but not exactly, you know, the, the, the Vikings defense. So touch on them a little bit, I guess, and, and get out of here. Um, from my understanding, you know, Daniel Hunter, lots of great names on this defense still. But I guess the secondary seems to be if there's any weak spot, that's where it is. So possibly where the Bills have their biggest advantage on paper, fully healthy going into the game, mm-hmm. could be completely gone. So, I mean, let's say Josh Allen does play. How do you rate the Vikings defense chances against stopping Josh Allen? Well, first of all, I think that's the most disappointing thing about this game for me is – I mean, obviously, when the schedule comes out, you look at that and you're like, well, that's an L. Yeah, right. And I never really came around that it wasn't going to be an L, but the Vikings keep winning these games in the last few minutes. It's all these comebacks. Like, Kirk Cousins has the most comebacks, right? Fourth quarter comebacks. And that's pretty much been the story every game. There's a comeback other than week two against the Eagles. And so the question has been, are they actually good? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, think giving like 2019 Bills vibes where they were beating a bunch of bad teams by a little and getting like 13 wins or whatever we did. Right. And that's been the narrative. And I don't completely buy that because I think good teams find a way to win. Right. Like you mm-hmm. can't have it both ways. That Hard to when, win the league. Yeah, yeah. When you're losing in the last two minutes, every game last year, making history. And people are like, well, they really are good, but they just, Dalvin had a fumble and then there was a missed kick this game. And then there was this, they're, they're better than their record. And it's like, okay, but you can't have it both ways. Mm -hmm. So they're finding ways to win. But I thought that this was going to be a game that was going to be a true test to see where they're at. And Mm -hmm. I think either way it goes, if you have an unhealthy Josh playing, or if you have Case Keenum playing, it's not going to be that assessment that I think a lot of people wanted. Um, but yeah, the secondary Cam Dantzler is most likely out who's a cornerback for them. So they'll have a backup in Patrick Peterson will probably play more snaps. And, and he's Harrison, had a bit of a resurgence this year, right? Like a little bit better than what he was doing in Arizona. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He actually had a pick for the first time since he was in Arizona. So he was super stoked go. about that. There we go. Uh, Harrison Smith has had an interception, um, three weeks in a row. So the secondary isn't terrible, but again, we're talking about a little a bigger a higher caliber of quarterback than they've been playing actually mm-hmm. they've played the, if case plays this will be the third vikings quarterback that they have former quarterback that they have played um wow. because they played teddy bridgewater in miami and they played taylor heineke last week in washington <laughs> he was a viking yeah he actually started with them and then mm-hmm. um during training camp he kicked a door and he was drunk and had to have surgery. <laughs> yeah. And he was Football with Scott guy. Turner when Scott Turner was here. Gotcha. And then he, Scott Turner took him to Washington, but That's he had right. a great preseason. Everyone loved him in the preseason, of course. Wow. So yeah, the third, the third, that one. is such a bills thing to have. That's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's literally slipping on a bath mat. It's the same thing almost. That's so funny. <laughs> well, thank God you guys don't still have Joe Webb because that could be another. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. No legend, Joe Webb. Uh-huh. Yeah, he could be backing up case, and then that would mm-hmm. be another one. Um, Matt Castle? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I forgot you guys yeah, had Matt Castle. That's, I yeah, I forgot, too. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> Hold on. Let me show you. Matt Castle actually started. Oh, no. What are you going to show us? Oh, God. Yeah, no, he started the that started the season. And... Yes. Wow. That's yes. a beauty. Okay. My, 
my a king. king that castle. Love <laughs> what a stud. snow game. Absolutely yes. love that. Didn't, didn't win that game, but yeah, nice. I'm a big Matt Castle apologist as well. <laughs> um, yeah, that's our fun. That's our fact. Fun fact for you is Matt Castle actually started the 2015 season for the Bills. He took the first snap, and then it was Terod Taylor the rest of the year. But they were just like it was Matt literally Castle like got it was literally a troll. He took the first snap. Yeah. yeah, it was literally really? a troll of Bills fans because all preseason was like big QB competition is going to be Castle Taylor. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh my gosh, Matt Castle's actually started. nope. It was actually Terod. Oh, they just trolled us. It was why hilarious. would they do yeah. that to you? It was, was like a wild question. cat. It was, it was so Rex weird. Ryan. That's why. Yeah, it, was it, was, oh. yeah, it was Rex Ryan. Okay. That, that, that makes, makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he sense. gets the ball. It was Rex Ryan's first a, game but also, too. So mm-hmm. He gets here and he day. gets like a truck wrapped in like Bill's shit. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this is not going to go well. But it was a lot of fun. It was Oh, yeah. Well, how he didn't get a Bill's tattoo, did he? I don't believe so. That I don't was, think he did. He had the Sanchez tattoo, so he did. Yes, he yeah, I remember great. that. Or still does it probably. But yeah, I forgot about that. Love <laughs> love I didn't realize there was this much crossover um in the yeah. quarterback situation. But how good does it feel to have your quarterback now? I mean it, it, it it's it's still hard to believe. Living I mean, on like, cloud nine. <laughs> right now this feels like something that would happen is now now he's hurt in in a in a Super Bowl window, but I mean, you know, it's do you so so the one thing I wanted to ask you because there's a lot of perspective or per, per, I can't think perception. of the word I'm looking your perception or there people are looking into the the betting odds right now started at minus nine and a half now it's down to minus three and a half do you read into that at all about how people are perceiving how what Vegas may or may not know about Josh's injury um, whether it's just for this game or long term. Well, as I say, Vegas knows everything. So I, I think at this point it's unlikely that he's going to play. I think he didn't participate again today, did he? No. No, he did not. I mean, no. I don't think he's going to play. And I think obviously the Vegas odds probably are correct there. I honestly, for you guys' sake, I don't really want him to play because the stretch I agree. Of- we both said that on our show on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to it. I agreed. <laughs> but um, I just think with the stretch of games that you have coming up, they're obviously more winnable. And it, it, like you said, it's a different conference. It's, it doesn't matter that much. Your division is so tight right now. You need him to be good against those games. So if they lose this game, it's not a big Obviously, you'd prefer to win it, but if he's not going to get better because he plays this game and then next week it's kind of the same thing and it just snowballs. And I saw you guys play on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's two games in four days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of I just I think that Case can manage it in the short term against who you're playing and have him come back after the Thanksgiving game with the long time off. I'm not saying he needs that much time, but I'm saying if he does, this is the right time for him to go through this, I think. Well, what we said is literally after this game, which a very, very good bike, which we've been looking forward to the whole season too. It's literally the Browns and the Lions. Mm -hmm. Like you can't even make a joke about that. It's literally (laughs) the Browns and the Lions. Like who else would you want to go against? Deshaun will be back, right? No, it's Jacoby next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we get the last game of Jacoby. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, that's so. good. That's and it's good. at home. Yeah, right. And it's at home. And the, the Thanksgiving game will be a Bills home game. It's not going to be a Lions home game. In oh, Detroit, no. it's going to be a Bills home game. Oh, 100% <laughs> it will be. The Vikings play on Thanksgiving, too, so that's kind of funny. That's right. You get the Pats there oh, Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Are yeah, you going then, to Thanksgiving? 
I remember yeah. thinking that game would be terrible oh. when I first heard about it, but now it might. Now it's going to be great. <laughs> right. I'm so excited. And then the Bills play the Pats that following week, so they both have the same amount of time off, which you kind of get gypped there. Yeah. Um, after your Thursday game, but I've always wanted to go to Detroit for Thanksgiving. I bet it's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't remember where we we're going with that. Oh, so I'm. <laughs> I think that I'd rather him just him not play. But uh, Case, I don't remember. I don't remember what we were talking about. Case. John. We were talking about yeah. Josh Allen. I think the yeah. biggest thing, the first thing, once I heard about the Allen rumblings on Monday and how, how we've gotten far, this far to Thursday and everything, Monday it was like DEFCON 1 because our yeah. Bills Twitter people decided to be super cryptic and act like it was the worst thing possible. And who knows what they heard and what rumors circulated around their circles and everything else. So We whatever, heard everything they that. heard. That's all I can say. That's all I'm going to say. We knew <laughs> what they go. knew. Exactly. There you go. But... <laughs> I'm a big believer in uh, I'm a big believer in like signs from the universe like that. And the fact that it was this week in case Keenum, I just haven't felt like that nervous. And I, maybe I'm should be because it's going to be such a stark contrast watching somebody else play quarterback at this point. Um, Cause Josh is pretty bit pretty, pretty healthy since 2018 when he was hurt with his initial UCL injury. Yeah. Um, well, but that, was that when uh, was that Josh Allen's coming out game against the Vikings? Was that 2018? Was that was like, the same year, yeah. He yeah, didn't have was. that game. It was like week Sorry two or something. Yeah. Anyway, he got hurt after that. Actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It, sorry, we couldn't get to get that game later in the season for you. No, it, no, it was. Fine. We were just sitting there stunned though because that was back when Josh Allen was supposedly terrible. Oh, it was like so, a seventeen. You guys were like seventeen point favorites or something. Yeah, no, yeah. But that was that was that, that was Bill's was, Alabama um, talk a lot during the no, week. No, that game was on my birthday. I remember, and uh, my friends put a twenty dollar bet on Bill's money line. A day I'll never forget. That was my birthday Amazing. present. Yeah. How much did you win? I like three hundred and forty bucks. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, best birthday yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were just sitting there like what the hell is going on right now <laughs> we were too we were too. yeah but like in the stadium we're just sitting there like it was it was just so i yeah, couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. but imagine. uh yeah it's got to be great for you guys to just have the consistency there and because mm-hmm. it, it's just so unusual i mean same with the vikings there's no consistency and even those years where you guys were making the playoffs the wild cards and the Bengals beat somebody so you guys could sneak in and all of that you knew you couldn't go very far with what you had yeah they Um, scored three points in that wild card game so yeah (laughs) was that jacksonville yeah Yeah, blake Bortles. i was i was watching it at a buffalo (laughs) wild wings that's when i knew we were gonna lose is when my friend said they wanted to go to a buffalo fucking wild wings but (laughs) it was third it was third and 17 and i said blake Bortles is gonna run for 17 yards right here like exactly and then boom he did and then that was the icer and they were like why'd you say that and i was like we're at buffalo wild wings i knew something bad was gonna (laughs) happen it's a bills jaguars wild card game that's why (laughs) shouldn't you guys be allergic to buffalo wild wings yeah, given, no, I am. Given yes. that yeah. where you're from and where that's you That's a sin. Lit. That is a sin. No, yeah. I, I, the one that's closest to my apartment now closed down like five years ago. Oh, well, yeah. thank God. So, 
Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Addition by subtraction. Classic. Right. <laughs> uh, their corporate headquarters is here. So we have a thousand of them. Oh, oh, and oh, it's gosh. just, I'm sorry uh, for your loss. who goes there? You know, it's anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my God, well, I have so much to say, but I have ADD and I keep forgetting. <laughs> uh, but Case sweet. Keenum, I mean, I, I think Case Keenum, I wouldn't be too worried about it because this is where he thrives is coming in. One, two games for the Browns last year coming in. It, as long as he's not assigned starting quarterback yeah. position, he can, he can carry the team on his back. And I think he's going to be really relieved to have a shift off from the store as well. <laughs> ah, you've been keeping up they got him working media. extra jobs. They got Yeah, him no, he's working yeah. overtime. I don't know. <laughs> so he knows that he does not want to mess up because he's going back to the store, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, I don't want to forget this. Is yeah, someone yes. responsible for shoveling Case Keenum's driveway? I don't think someone's responsible, but the people of Buffalo just shovel Bills players' driveways willingly, oh, like just in the good. morning. Like they'll just be like, if I live next to their house, like I'm Greg Rousseau, I think, had an interview the other day. He's like, I walked outside and this guy was just gave me a little salute, was just shoveling my driveway and I was going to practice. Like, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Good. No, good. Okay. It's it's not even just like Bills players though. Like that's just like Buffalo in everybody. Like, yeah. I, the, the ones I was living out in downtown and my car got stuck on the side of the road. And then, like, I'm trying to, like, dig it out, like, with my hands. And then this guy walks out with two shovels. He's like, hi, I'm Lonnie. Here's a shovel. And he just helped me dig out my car. He was a retired bus driver. Lonnie, the retired bus driver. Yeah, no, he's, me and my girlfriend will never forget him. That's just, he's, that's he's, he's, just, he's Buffalo in one human being right there. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, we shoveled Case's driveway, and I don't think they do that for anyone else. Because it was, like, a big deal that we would go and shovel Case Keenum's driveway. That's amazing. Huh. I, I don't know. Minnesotans are kind of not that. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to. Do. I'm not a natural Minnesotan, so I I say these things mm -hmm. and get in trouble. But yeah, okay, I just want to make sure yeah. that I was taken Some care brand. of because I don't think he's ever learned how to do it. So ah, uh, he's got it. Okay, well, he's <laughs> never going to have to. So yeah, okay. and that first, especially if he wins these three games, he'll never have to do anything in Buffalo. He would if he just it. wins this next one. Like he will be like there will be <laughs> he will be immortalized. That's true. of him mm -hmm. forever. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's going to be a big deal. I mean, even if even if he didn't have the history with the Vikings to beat a seven and one team, you yeah. know even though they keep getting mm -hmm. screwed in the power and rankings that they're not good, but you guys are getting screwed in the power rankings. <laughs> I, would I think so. that's yeah, every I week. Someone had that. you, someone had, I think the athletic had him at like eight and I was like eight. They have one. How could you even like top five minimum, but mm -hmm. I, you yeah. can't put them below the Cowboys. You can't like, it's, it's wild. They're below the 49ers who are four that, and four. I, the yeah. Niners were five. And when I read the other day, I mean, and I'm like, how is a yeah. 500 team, a top five team in the league? Please yeah. explain this to me. I mean, obviously, there's way too many power rankings these days, yeah. and yeah. Uh, but there are like seven on almost all of them. I saw there were four on someone's, but like four or five of them, they're ranked seven. And San Fran's higher, like you said, the Ravens are higher, and they have three losses. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather it be this way than these super high expectations on them. Yeah, and now you got that chip on your shoulder the rest of the year. Right. That's the only thing about Kirk, like being so flashy is now he's on all the shows. Adam Schefter is dressing up as him. Um, and it's like, no, <laughs> shh. When he was on the Manning cast, that intro card of him, it looked like he was about to, like, you know, be on The Bachelor. It looked like he was going to be introduced. As, like, it was so <laughs> weird. I was uncomfortable looking at that. Mm -hmm. I can't lie. 
he came, he was on Pat McAfee on Monday, and I was like, oh man, like what kind of interview are they gonna have with you? And then I was like, I love this. And I was like, I didn't know I was gonna like this at all. It's crazy. So I'm <laughs> with you. It's, he's sneaking up. It's so hard. I mean, I'm getting used to it, but it's just really different for me, just as somebody who just never really cared for him. And uh, now I, I mean, him I, to I like ice him. cream on the off season. We did a player food comps show, and yeah, mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream too tasty. No, that's what I, you know, that's what I figured is that actually children all over the world love to get like vanilla soft serve. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that, yeah, no, it was, it was too complicated. Yeah. No, but yeah, I'd rather people not be talking about them. I don't want them to be getting flexed or any of that nonsense because you guys know Crime is not good at prime time. And the mm-hmm. Vikings in general just don't have a history of being good in prime time. Just fly under the radar. Uh, do you like? Do you like? So then you love that the Eagles game was early in the year because it's it's the big indictment on yeah. the team right now is like mm-hmm. oh but they already played the Eagles and got blown up blah blah. But also it's like yeah but it's out of the way now. You don't have to like look forward to it being a week fifteen game and being like this is going to decide our season going into the playoffs type deal. Yeah, I would have felt terrible about it then. I didn't feel. Again, I'm I have a reputation for being very negative. I don't think I'm negative. <laughs> I think that I'm objective. And yeah. I went into that game thinking they're not gonna win this, but I mean I would like them to play competently. They didn't, but watching that game, I mean Jalen Hurts was so dynamic He's and incredible. they were so explosive yeah. that it's like I don't know what team in the in the league right now could compete with them week two. And but gosh, my peers are like losing their damn mind. Um, about it and it's like okay last week you said they're winning the super bowl when they blow out the packers and now you want to fire everybody i don't (laughs) know but yeah glad to get that out of the seat out of the way early of course and i mean hopefully they learn from it they've obviously figured out ways to win like i said but i hate a monday night more than anything especially i hate Mm -hmm. philadelphia i hate a monday night in philly oh oh. yeah terrifying that was Mm-hmm. And that was where the NFC Championship game yep. was. Um, so just bad, bad vibes all around there. But yeah. thank God, yeah, that's out of the way, and hopefully they won't see them until the playoffs. And if they can keep it together, it wouldn't be till the NFC Championship game if things go as they are. And hopefully mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Hopefully Philly. And hopefully in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that being, God. That's no, that's terrible. where we are at. That's where we are at. We're, another similarity here is that that is the only topic on the mind of Bills fans is we don't want to go to Arrowhead. It's been four yeah, we straight times. We played the Chiefs four times in a row at Arrowhead, mm-hmm. and we will play their next regular season again. So we like it's the only chance is to host them in the playoffs. And it's like you go to those environments, you're just like, oh my god! Like what's their again? record right now? They are also six, six and, and two. Three. That's what six I thought. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to do that. You don't no. want to do that at all. No. And it's crazy. Well, I guess the Bills travel so well that maybe it's not as bad, but how loud it gets there. Oh, I never believed it. I never mm-hmm. believed it till I went yeah. there. And I'm like, yeah. God. <laughs> the Bills fans do travel well. They all wear blue, so you can see like the little spatterings in the crowd of everything, but it's oh, still it's like beautiful. 75, 25, 80, 20. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. close. <laughs> it is yeah. beautiful hearing little spurts of, oh, Oh, yeah, oh, in the, the little chance. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, I'll pray but, for you guys so that doesn't happen. Hopefully, thank you. I'm, I, yeah, thank so, you. starting on Monday or, or <laughs> Sunday at four twenty-five p.m., you'll be praying for the Bills. <laughs> Appreciate that. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll just be. Or I'll just root against Kansas City forever because I'm kind of over them now. Anyway, yeah, there we go. No, it's, it's, the same, yeah. it's the same old thing. I mean. <laughs> good for them but just yeah. over it uh but yeah the vikings have 
kind of prime time because they have Dallas at 325 or 425 for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's always game of the week. So that's always super sure. fun. And yeah, so I, you're, you're looking ahead at the schedule there. Before we let you go, I did want to ask. Let's say they win this week or win or lose this week, whatever. The rest of the schedule. Do you think they can go unbeaten the rest of the way? No. No? Um, I mean, I would say that they're probably going to lose this week. I hope I think they'll play well, like way better than they did against Philadelphia. But I think they'll lose this week. And then they have Dallas right after that. And while I don't know if I believe that Dallas is that good, Dallas has beaten the Vikings at home every year since U.S. Bank Stadium. And I mean, last year, Cooper Rush, it was his coming out party. I, yeah. I just yeah. I don't have a good feeling about it. Um, but the other ones, again, now later on the jets all of a sudden are good so that could be tough allegedly yeah allegedly well i was yeah, watching we that can't. game you i was at a bar so it was like bills and vikings next to each other both were 17 17 forever yeah right. um but yeah allegedly they're good so they play them i but i think two or three more losses god it sounds mm-hmm. high Hopefully only two. <laughs> 14 and three so, though. If you if you got if you were to say before the season, the Vikings mm-hmm. are gonna be 14 and three and win the NFC North though, every day of the week. Every day. I, of the week. I said uh <laughs> I said ten and seven, and I almost that was so uncomfortable for me to even say out of my lips <laughs> because every year it's eight and nine, nine and eight, miss the playoffs, get the wild card. And yeah. I but the schedule looked so much easier that I had to say that, but it didn't feel right. So now I'm almost, I had another apology to make a lot of, <laughs> um, that's the theme of my season is apology. Apology season. tours. Um, it's apology season I, for South Spice. Yeah. Never would have guessed and never would have guessed the Packers would collapse on this level mm-hmm. either. So. Yeah. I mean, I do remember our NFC North preview show. We did like divisional sh- shows in the summer and he and I both thought that it was realistic not likely, but realistic for the Vikings to win the division this year and the Packers. But we predicted it would be around like 10 and 7, 9 and 8. Like we just were, it wasn't in a, uh, in a, a, you know, it wasn't us being high on the Vikings. It was that neither of us thought that the Packers are going to be very good. Um, so yeah. to us, we also thought the Lions were going to be good though. So. I thought they'd yeah, be way also, better. I thought yeah, they'd be much no, better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I mean, I guess uh, Justin Fields is kind of, coming out a little bit because they're they letting still him don't do. trust him here they still don't i can tell you that that's my well, report no from of Ubers. course they don't well <laughs> my, I mean, Uber report. my Uber report. <laughs> to be, they haven't treated him the best though no. they haven't really set him up for success either i don't i don't think it's fair to say that he's not good like that's not the fair narrative but of course that's what happens yeah but i mean he's gotten it together a little bit and the Vikings do play them the last game of the year in Chicago. So it's going to be like. Oh, it's going to be gross. So if that's for seeding or windy. anything, that's a classic Vikings letdown spot there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. They usually always split with Chicago and lose one. So. No, there you go. Yeah. But it's not they like those. One. Yeah. It's not like those guys know how to play in the cold either. Like no one knows how to play in that cold of weather. Yeah. No. no Unless you grew no. up in a place that's super cold. Right. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about you guys? What do you think the Bills are going to finish? Well, I guess you have this big unknown now. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So. That's the thing. So, so I will, I will let you know what I think they're going to finish when we figure <laughs> out exactly how long Josh is going to be out. I for. think, okay. I think they go. I, I wanted when the like I said when the injury news came out, we both were like sit him, like sit him for an extent of whatever amount of time. I think it should be until that Patriots game that we were talking about earlier because it's it might be the one week right after, but then he'll get 
a nine nine to ten days before the Dolphins at home because they could be Saturday or Sunday. So he gets the extra rest on it too after yep. the game. Um, and I think they can go two and one in this. And I think the only chance to lose really is this Sunday. I, actually, I'm not going to say that because I'm terrified <laughs> of the Browns. Yeah, Always I'm just terrified, terrified of the next Browns. This, a couple years ago, Bills it's Browns. In it's well that that game in Cleveland was. Um, it was traumatizing me, but I also went, I was also in Cleveland for the bills Browns a couple years ago, 1916 horrible bills lost. No reason they should have lost. I was, was surrounded that... by Browns fans. I went to school in Northeast Ohio. I had grown men barking <laughs> at me. It was just a, just bad oh vibes, God. bad vibes all around. So I don't yeah. trust the Browns game. I get that. I feel like when Kevin Stefanski took over, I had such high hopes for them and they obviously made the, they made the playoffs and they were really successful. And I love Kevin Stefanski because I hated Mike Zimmer um, yep. and I wanted mm-hmm. them to keep Stefanski, but it's been really downhill since then. I don't think you have anything yeah. to worry about. Maybe it's a trap okay. game, but I think you're good. Okay. Also another mm-hmm. case Keenum. That's Virgil. the thing. If he's oh still there, I feel pretty That's good about right. it. I feel pretty good about it. If case Keenum has to start against the case is going to get his revenge back to back. That is I, absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. wow. yeah, there's a lot. That's wild. There's a lot to look forward to with case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. it's music to my ears to hear that. So, thank you so much for being yeah. with us. It was a, it was a blast. This is the longest show that we've done in a really long wow, time. Yeah. I think it's just because just all of our heads are absolutely everywhere, and we <laughs> probably forgot most of what we wanted to say. Sure. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, definitely, uh, it was an absolute blast. Yeah. Uh, you said you think that they're going to lose. Before we get out of here, mm-hmm. give us a score prediction. Maybe one with Josh, one without, and then we'll let you go. Okay, uh, check in on the weather report for me because I, I haven't. It's checked gross. Today. It is oh, going to be thirty-five yeah. degrees and potentially snow, but most likely very gross rain and slush. Yeah. Okay, so then I think that's going to make the score um, less than I would anticipate. I didn't bring this up, but the Vikings kicker Greg Josephs has oh, not rain. does not have a kick over fifty yards. Missed six. Um, good from close okay. up, but far away, no. So he's not getting any game winners in the snow or even not let me get snow, your wind but... report here that's very key too oh mm. well i know about the buffalo wind because denny, <laughs> denny green taught a course on it the calcutta clipper <laughs> and all that uh but i th- i kind of think they're gonna lose either way well gosh i don't know because the buffalo couldn't get anything going last week mm-hmm. no. uh, but wouldn't they pull him though if that's the case they don't want him to get hurt more I think it's going to be low scoring compared to usual, um, maybe like a 17, 14 ish. Okay. Wow. Okay. I don't know. That's where I I'm wrong. Too, I think. No, that's, I mean, that's fair. That's <laughs> or a fair... seven. That might be too high if it's really messy. Maybe it's going to be mm-hmm. just a bunch of field goals. So we got a 91% chance of rain and snow showers and 70 mile an hour winds, most likely. Real field twenty. Calvin Cook. So it's a winter. It's a winter day. It's a winter day. Okay. Um, yeah. I need to go fourteen ten. <laughs> no, that means I don't know. That means two um, touchdowns. So I don't know. Yeah, fourteen ten. We're gonna go. All right. I think that's good. Well, what about it's you guys? Gonna be a nail biter. I I I I. With I Allen. think that it's possible Dalvin Cook scores three touchdowns, and yes. so maybe that that might be the one bet I put in this weekend. Um, okay. I, I think I'm, I'm, I am genuinely nervous about it. I don't think Case Keenum can buy time behind this offensive line. They've been really bad. Um, of course, and there, you know, there are a lot of the questions. Back. 
one of the things I wanted to bring up is a lot of question marks around Ken Dorsey and play calling this week and everything else. So without Josh Allen, we we're it's the real test for our new offensive coordinator this week. And he might, he might just fall flat on his face for all we know. Like Josh Allen, like you said earlier about Rogers with LaFleur, like that's kind of been the case with Allen so far this year with Dorsey. And we really haven't seen him be Mm -hmm. tested yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think if Josh plays, I think I like us to win around 24, 21. That's without that. It's going to be interesting to say the very least. So I'll save my, I'll save my no Josh pick for (laughs) for our pregame because I, I, I don't know how I'll pick us to win. I need a couple more days to convince myself. You guys got no faith in case this is, this is not, no, I got 24, 21 both line. Oh, okay. Offensive line. Oh, I got thanks. a close win. I got a close win. I think that mm-hmm. I've, it's the universe. I'm, it's too many signs for the case and Diggs game. They can't go down. Like I, everything I believe in in my life would be just it's gonna be my life vision. that right there. That'd oh my fun. God. That's beautiful. <laughs> Crown yeah. jewel right that's, there. That's what it's going to be. I, I want um, you to know that my prep for this with you was watching that play like 17 times during my work shift in a row yesterday. Cause every, you, you can't just watch it once when you're watching. No, it's like, I got to just see this over and over and over again. Case uh, doing yeah. the skull on the field. Me and my friend oh were talking my about that early in the day. And then like I, 25 yeah. minutes for the PAT is the thing I'll never forget. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't yeah. watch it. I don't, I don't like it, but. Because it just led to such disappointment, you know, and I bought into the whole fate thing like, oh, my God, they're going to play the first home Super Bowl ever. This is why we went through all this Mm -hmm. heartbreak because we're leading up to this moment. And, you know, then it just didn't happen. And so I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's sad. but I think this year could be a different story for your Vikings. Hopefully, if the Bills, you know, maybe if this isn't our year, I will be rooting for the Vikings. Told you in the DMs before we started this show a couple days ago that, you know. They have always been my B team for some reason unknown. So they're uh, both zero and four in a Super Bowl. So someone is good. Someone's zero. That's why they can't. They can't play each other. If they play each other, the world cannot handle that. Or at least they do. It's what the world needs, actually. (laughs) Oh no! Let's unite as one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I will say, if they do play each other, we'll definitely have you back because this was an absolute blast. Thank you again for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. It was fun. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Good, Good luck, luck to you as well. Thank, Thank you, Outlet Liquor. Thank you, fans of Buffalo. Thank you, Jake, for being here every Thursday oh. with me as always. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Good night there you go. now.